True transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear. Yo, we are on. Facing your fears. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you hear me? I, nah, I said it's like a podcast, man. Huh? Mind over matter podcast. That's not. I wrote what you told me to write. You might not understand. Where you going? We already on. That's cool. Talk to the people. We live. Well, Yo, we we back, baby. Mind over matter podcast. I'm Ken Canyon. I'm Ken Canyon. <laughs> Yo, I'm Coach Lex, the infamous greatest, the one. Oh, let me share. I am who I am, or whatever I say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? You got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I can I share this? Let me see. I want to share this with my page. Yo, what's up, Janice McMasters? What's happening? Kayala, I see you. Uh oh, first lady, how you doing? First lady, Fredo, what up, Fredo? Trail, all right, Trail, you're in the building, Lottie. What up, Lottie? I didn't get the speaker, but as soon as we finish the um the podcast, I'm gonna go get the speaker. I'm on. How do I, I share this you. like on my page? I don't know, Ken. You talking to the wrong one? Hey, anybody know how to share? Am I, am I yeah, too late to share? This? Comment and ask this good time. I, I did it last time. I mean, podcast. I got my glasses on. I should sit on that side so I can see the people's comments and everything. You want? You can see. Me. I can't see them. Never. You gotta tell I mean, me. Who you enjoy it. Let me see. Cause I'm gonna I, be like this. How about time. I do this? Uh, I'll tell you who, who, who said something, right? That's cool. And then that way, I like that. And then that way, you you'll be able to. Rock you with think it. I can okay. get on camera time? Somebody, Fredo says, yeah. Hey, yo, Fredo, what up, what up, what up, Fredo? Cody, what up? I see you, KB. Uh-huh. All right. All right, what's going on? You ready? Yeah, I, I'm ready. All right, so we'll get into this, y'all. All right, Shantia. I mean, you know, I mean, I ain't new to this, like, camera stuff. I ain't say nothing about you being new or not. Talk to the people, man. Leave me alone. Let's right. get on the camera. Good. I don't want to get on the camera. Yeah. Set the yeah. thing up right. Yeah. Without Taylor, we are a mess. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Taylor, we miss you. Whatever you're doing right now, I hope they pay you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. All right, so we'll get into this today. Um, today, we want to talk about facing your fears. We did a video, and it's going to be in the bottom of this link. And uh, the video was dope. Yeah, when dope. I say it was dope, man, it, we do a lot of videos, but that was one of the best videos that we have done. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we do stuff, but when it touches me for, on a visceral level. Yeah. You know, on a visceral level. Yeah. Kid, what's up, kid? All right. On a visceral level, you know, I really think about it. I'm like, this video touched me on a visceral level. I mean, I could feel it at my core. Yeah, yeah. And it was talking about facing your fears. And a lot of people, a lot of clients that... Kentucky Black, what up? I, <laughs> I see you cut yourself. Oh, what, cut what's your up, boy. Black? What's up, baby? Go ahead, man. Talk all right, all right. You keep going. Right. Uh, yeah, all right. But look, so it's a lot of people out there don't know how to face their fears. Okay. And their fears are keeping them from growing to their maximum potential. Okay. And so I felt like we should do a podcast slash Facebook Live yeah. and show people how to get out of that because a lot of people aren't growing to their maximum potential on their job, 
Yeah. Their bodies, their relationship. Right. right. Because they are afraid of a multitude of things, whether it's rejection, afraid of success, afraid mm -hmm. of failure, yep. afraid of criticism. Yeah. You know, it could be a they have a fear of a lot of different things. Fear right. of worry. A whole yeah, bunch of worry, things. doubt, yeah, all that uh, stuff. That's good stuff. So I wanted to start. Brandon Harris, shout out Brandon. I see you. Brandon, uh -huh. how your legs feel, baby? Yo, Nick, I ain't seen you in a while, man. Shout out to Nick out there. Nicholas K, I see you, man. I ain't seen you in a minute. I used to work with you at the Rush, man. That's good stuff. Uh -huh, so man. you like a celebrity and stuff now. Nah, so man, I'm just glad to be on your page. Yeah, man. whatever, man. Let's go. But, so we're going to get into it today. I, the first thing that I wanted to talk, people, talk to people about is what fear was designed for. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't realize it. God gave us fear for a reason. Yes. And the fear was because he realized that we needed fear when there was clear and present danger and protect us, just like everything that he did was to protect us, our survival. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And so fear would be like if there was a roaring lion out there, I wouldn't go out there and try to pet it. Nah, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't try I would fear was designed so I wouldn't walk in front of a moving vehicle going fifty miles per hour. Yeah. Fear had a specific purpose. Okay. Specific purpose to keep us alive. Right. What happened though is that we used fear. Fear became a situation where it became debilitating. Mm -hmm stifle people from reaching their dreams, growing to their maximum potential. I've had people all day give me all the excuses in the yeah. world why they couldn't do it. Man, I'm sick of excuses, man. Yeah. You're using some big words right now, debilitating and stifling and stuff like that. Use your words. I'm looking at, look at the people that join the call, man. Hey, yo, listen, debilitating and stifling. They know what debilitating man, I, I hope so, because I don't got no thesaurus lying around. Wait, wait, Y'all can't Google it right now because y'all on Facebook. I know how y'all be y'all Google queens and Google kings. <laughs> so, yo, listen, just type in the comments if you if you, if you, if you go hey. over your head or something like that. Yo, I'm not bro. going over the head. All right, cool. All right. But anyway, stifling. So anyway, that was fear. Fear was for. But now we don't use it for that. It was to save us, huh? It was to save straight up save us. Yeah. That's what that's what God designed fear for. Now we use fear yeah. to keep us from growing. Mm. To keep us from changing. That's good. From transforming. That's good. Now, so today we're going to talk about anybody got any questions on how to overcome stuff. We want to make this kind of interactive. Uh, but what I want you to do. What, what I want what I want them to do right now is um, I want y'all to be kind of transparent and instead of you know stuff hey coach and all that stuff I want you to type to me right now something that you've been fearing something that has ha had a little hold on you and you you, you have a problem um, overcoming so so type that um, in there right now and, and man, we're gonna address some of this stuff so the, the first thing that um, Ken that, that that I want to say is that fear is just a state of mind. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, you know, if you want to overcome fear, you, you just got to do that by changing your thinking. If it's a state of mind, you have to change your thinking. Okay. Uh, I, I know how you get, you start to get thinking real You know how I start to think, you, right? You gave it this real deep breath. And, <laughs> you know, that, that old 57-year-old man type joint, you're 52 now. 50, 50. I don't look 52, I'm still smooth. Oh, man, yeah, that, that's <laughs> You know, uh, uh, you know, you have, I, I want you to think about this in terms of, um, the, the, you have a, a, a attitude, a, a circle of attitude. Right. All right. 
Now, I want you to think of your circle of attitude and divide it in, in half. Okay. So you have 180 degrees of positive thinking, and you have 180 degrees of negative thinking. Okay. All right. Lottie yeah. says fear of entrepreneurship. Oh, Lottie. That's yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So really, um, Lottie, that the, the fear of entrepreneurship is rooted in the fear of poverty. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So look, um, right here, I'm going to just read something to you real quick. Read that. Um, is it, the, here is, you have the fear of the loss of the tangible things you have acquired and the fear of going broke. Mm. So people who fear poverty hoard money and material possessions. All right? They're often cheap and stingy even though they may possess great wealth. The fear of po poverty will keep you broke in consciousness regardless of what you may possess in your bank account. It destroys ambition, initiative, enthusiasm, persistence, and self-discipline. The fear of poverty invites failure at every turn. So I want you to, I want you to think about that. Um, you're not really fearing your your you're not really fearing your your entrepreneurship. You're fearing that if I go for this now, man, I might go broke. Right. You, and that's you, true. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Real, that's real talk. Yeah, I, 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 I have to put everything in this if I do this, and I might lose this if right. I do this. Right. So that and happens on the subconscious level. On, a, on the subconscious level. Right. right. And that's what's stopping her from going ahead and taking the lead. Wow, that's good. That's good stuff. I like that fear of poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just look like that. Brains and bro, baby. You feel me? I ain't just all But you know what, Marty? keep turning the thing this way, man? Oh. Now, there you go. We well, gotta look, I'm trying to read, your, read the comments for you. That's it's closer to you. I mean, it's like at an angle. I'm trying to. You want me to get over there? No, no, no. I got the vibe focus on. You know, but you still can't see. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, Lottie, here's the thing. I came up with the formula. And I came up with the formula years ago. In one of my books, I wrote about it. And I said that because I was dealing with fear my own self. And when I was dealing with fear, I said, how can I overcome it? And so what I did was, and I came up with four things. And I want you to think about these four things. I said the first thing I had to do was acknowledge that I had it. Mm -hmm. Because if I didn't acknowledge, you cannot, you cannot change what you don't acknowledge. All right? And because when you acknowledge it, now you're responsible for doing something about it. Okay? The second thing I said, I had to accept it. Accept that I was actually feeling it. Mm -hmm. That it was going that that fear was a part of my life that I was going to feel it and, and it, it, I couldn't change it. Mm -hmm. I was going to feel it. And the third thing I said was I'm gonna embrace the fear because I knew that it wasn't going anywhere. And when I accepted it, embraced that I was going to feel it, all of a sudden I became liberated. Yeah, I became liberated when I, it's kind of like the workout, y'all. Three, a, a, a true true story. Yeah. I wouldn't come on Wednesday's workout because it was Metcon day. I hated it. I've told this story many times. But what happened, what changed my mindset was I came to the revelation, mm -hmm. realization uh -huh. that it was going to hurt anyway. I, so I embraced the pain because the pain was going to help me get better. Mm -hmm. And the last thing what I did was this. And this is what saved me. I took it and I said, I feel it, but I'm going to do something anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. Even though I'm scared of coming. A lot of people say they're scared of coming to AWOL. Right. I'm not, the workouts are hard. Okay, life is hard. Yeah. But when I said I'm going to do something anyway, the action is what alleviated the fear. Mm -hmm. So here's what I'm going to tell you, Lottie. If you want to, if you, if you have a fear of entrepreneurship, do something towards entrepreneurship. Mm 
If that means going and buying something that you want to sell, tell somebody your business, I don't care what it is, because the action itself will begin to alleviate the fear because you have a benchmark. Your brain is taking a picture of you actually doing it. And when your brain takes a picture of you actually doing it, it takes away the fear. That's right. Bam. It does. It does. Yeah. Right. Tighten up. Oh, this is what, what we were reading from. This is what the 12, 12 universal laws of success. All right. By our, listen. This is um this is uh, this is a black man Herbert Harris um he's actually from North Carolina um um look check him out um nice yo, good book this great book um, it's good off the chain yo I, I I just bought this he book. bought this for me I bought it for him I bought it for him I right. sent it to my brother he sent one to his brother one of my brother and um, I thank you for the gift um, um I let Coach Jay read this book um years ago maybe four or five years ago right um yo man this book has done wonders for me in my life and actually when you when you read this book. Um, if you if you go read this book, you will hear a lot of my book in this book. And I didn't even reference this book when I wrote my book. But I, I once I went back in there, I started to see the whole seven levels of discipline just come out like that. So on a subconscious level, this stuff has stuck with me uh, for quite some time. Right. So this right. this is a dope this is a dope book. Well, Carl Jackson, yo, what up, oh, my homie? What up, uh, Carl Jackson? Let me Alice. <laughs> my homie, he's in the building. Doing everybody, yo, Eric Lee, man, yo, you came to work out this morning. It was your birthday. Happy birthday, homie. Um, real quick, yo, let's get back to the script because um, Brianna, she said fear of failure. Let's touch on that, Ken. We, we fear, fear of failure. failure, man. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, in terms of the fear of failure, yeah. people have a lot of different fears. And what do you think the fear of failure is rooted in? Um, I, what do I you believe, think is rooted in? I believe the, the, the fear of failure is rooted in... Um, uh, not wanting to be uncomfortable. Okay, not wanting to be uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. All right. What else? Um, let me see. Rejection. Uh, re yes, without question. Rejection. Uh, uh, rejection. Yeah. And, what else? And, and and I know uh, when we talk about rejection, mm -hmm. when we talk about, do you know there have been several studies mm -hmm. that say fear of rejection and many of the other fears fall underneath that mm -hmm. is the number one fear of every human being over the fear of dying. Mm -hmm. Okay, now some people put the fear of public speaking as number two oh, yeah, or three. Yeah, yeah. Fear of public I, speaking yeah, is I up there that, too. I've read that a few times. Okay, yeah. but public speaking is up there because it falls under rejection. Right. Because people are going to reject me if I get up there and I speak, I don't sound right, I don't, you know, whatever it is. So when we're dealing with, when you're dealing with a person who's scared, yeah. who fear of failure, yeah. Here's what I tell them. Number one, failure is a part of success. Without question. It is necessary. <laughs> I, it is, I promise you how many times have I tried to lose weight before I actually lost weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times well, am I building? Let me tell her how I live my life. Go tell her. Brianna, listen. I live my life by this one. This, you have to take this everybody who's on this call right now take this because in my life i say there's no such thing as failure there's only feedback good so when, whenever good. something doesn't go right i just get feedback so your your, your mind has this uh i like them write that down yeah right write that down your mm -hmm. mind has this like microcosm where, where every time you do something and it doesn't go right you know you you basically have uh the ability to begin again a more intelligent yes. way Yes. And now you know I'm not going to do it that way because that didn't work. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? That's so true. every time you do that, you know, every time you do it, then you get smarter. 
you get more intelligent. So each so so every time I fail at something, I get smarter. So That's when true. I look at it like that, it's like, yo, oh dang, I, I just got smarter. I found another way not to do it. Was it Thomas Edison when he invented the, uh, the light bulb? Yes. What did he say? Well, one thousand times. Yeah, he, he said he figured, times. Out, he figured out uh, a thousand ways, ways not, not, not to, to do it. the light bulb. Right, right. Yeah, right. And, and he kept going, and on a thousand and one try, he, he, he made it happen. That's good. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that what you did is despite how you felt, yes, you kept going. Yes. What happens is, is because we are emotional creatures, mm -hmm. is when somebody gets feedback, a la failure is what they call it, right? Because the emotion that goes with it is debilitating, yep, yep, yep. they don't take it as feedback right. and keep moving forward. Right. The reason you're successful is because you use the feedback, not because you don't fail. Right. We all fail. We all fail. It's a part of it. Yeah. It's because you use what you got, the feedback. I like failure, yeah. and I said, ah, I know how not to do this. Right. I'm going to do it this way this time. Right. I'm going to make it work this way this time. Right. Right. Okay, and that what happens is do it, regardless of how you feel, do it anyway. Right. That, is, that, that part is powerful. Good point that you brought up. Right, so so just to go back to both of them, um, Brianna and, and um, Lottie, you have to have the courage um, to begin. You have to have the courage to, to launch and just start where you are with what you have and make something happen. And you have to do that irregardless um, to, uh, to, to uh, if you, if, with no guarantees of success. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like I go into something and if I'm going, in, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be successful in it, but my mind state mentality that I carry with me. But I launch anyway. Because I know that I'm going to build on momentum. That's good. You know what I mean? Small wins, small gains. Like you told us, do something, you know, in the form of entrepreneurship. Yes. And you know that that momentum is going to carry you over. That's going to carry you over. Yes. It's going to carry you over. It's the same thing as riding a bike. You, fell, you, you you got a little momentum up. You started going, and boom, one pedal at a time. Boom, boom, boom. And sometimes you can coast. And sometimes you got to pedal a little bit it's more. It's kind of like jumping on that box, man. I started out with that little box. No, <laughs> oh, seriously, man. Now I use a box, man, because the box, I mean, a lot of stuff that happens in the gym, really, man, is a, is a microcosm of yeah, life. Without question. And so up, I just say that. You know what I'm saying? Slick, um, I see you, Slick. I want right. to give the people one, one example. Yeah. You know, people often say, have faith. Fear and, fear and faith are the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Uh, and, and what it basically is, is your emotion toward what's, what has not happened. Okay, uh, faith is I have a positive feeling toward what has not happened. Fear is I have a negative feeling toward what has not happened. No. Okay, either way, either way it ain't happened. It ain't happened. Yeah, either way. So here's the thing that I, I I told my wife this the other day. I said, honey, think about it like this. Some things are so unconscious. Mm -hmm. You know when you drive your car at night, and your your headlights only go 100 feet in front of you. But you don't ever stop. Yeah. You keep going. What you know is you have faith that the next hundred feet yeah. will reveal itself right. once I keep going. That's good. And what happens to individuals is because they can't see everything in the beginning, the fear keeps them from going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way God works. God says this. If I show you, now let's think about this. Me and you talked about this. If God had showed you everything that you were going to have to go through to get where you are today, yeah, yeah. to be able to train all these people, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to train their minds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, would you have done it? 
I'll be working at uh, <laughs> CBS Warehouse or something. <laughs> you, know, you want to do that? You want to do that? Job, wherever the hell y'all working at. You want to do it? I wouldn't have I'm done everything that I had to go through Chill. to get here. Uh, I mean, you want to call No lie. I, I mean, help you. Uh, God told me, look, you have to go bankrupt. All right, the 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 the, the, the agents are going to have to come to your office and get every piece of furniture you got. Right. For you, you in business, yeah. and then but but this is all going to happen after you've been on TV, news, and everything. Right. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of that gave me feedback, right? So I could be successful today. That's good stuff. So you know, would you have gone through it? I don't know. Yeah, but but any other questions? What fears uh-huh. do you have out there that you need to overcome? Yeah, somebody let somebody us out talk there. to us. Talk to us. Yeah, we want to because because mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, y'all. I have no problem being transparent. I'm always transparent. Right, right. Sometimes Lynch and Taylor get on me to might I talk too much. But the reason why I realized a long time ago that I could never help people without being true to who I was, what I'd been through. And I said, and I made myself a promise that I would always tell people my story because my story would help somebody else. So tell us what things are you fearing to do today any fears you got coach um man i know it ain't many is it one yeah let me think let me think real quick um you gotta stall people out for a second now i'm gonna give you my fear go ahead and and you help me overcome it you and you know this remember when we were first started this i was the type of person i've been in business a long time and I would be like, man, we got to have this in order. We need this. We need this to get yeah. started. Because I'm the kind of person, I'm like perfection. I want it to be perfect. And you say, and I, and I finally realized that was rooted in fear. Mm-hmm. That was rooted in fear. And you were like, for what? Just start. Just do it. If we only have one camera and it's a beat up camera, let's just start filming. We don't get our phones. Yeah. Let's film. And I realized something. That now I start anywhere it doesn't matter and that fear is actually gone yeah. or subsided greatly i don't know if it's already gone but now i just be like look let's just do it i like that i like the neutralizer yeah you like you the like neutralizer. the neutralizer what's up what's up man man you know what i'm, I'm gonna kill you when i catch you man you don't understand <laughs> What I'm gonna do to you, Pastor Clark, man. Yo, I miss you, bro, man. Damn, stop ducking me, though, man. He got the fear of fear of a He's passing the church now. Hey. Uh, you know, everybody pulling on it. That's my man. You know how that is. Yo, come see me. I'm glad to see you, man. Congratulations, Pastor. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Yeah. I was at your church for a comedy show last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Friday. Yeah. One of those days. Yeah. I loved it. Did he perform? He's funny. He wasn't. He was Town in Florida, preaching yeah. all over America. Oh man, let me tell you, yo, you got to take me with you next time. We're gonna do some workouts on the road, <laughs> Pastor. Hey, what do you like? Who would you like to be like an evangelist? I don't even know, man. Just give me some type of <laughs> some type of title, man, and, and pay for my room and plane ticket, and we can roll. So, yeah. question for you: the people that come to the gym, yes, sir. What is their fear rooted in? And when they give you the excuses, what do you say? Um, give they, me some of the fears they have. Their, their fear is rooted in change. Okay, scared of change? Yeah, they, 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 I mean, they fear change. They, they, they fear that it, it, like the, the journey is going to be worse than where they are right now. Ooh, so Ooh. Like, they, they fear the process. 
Wow. When, when nothing could be more more detrimental than where you stand right now with the health issues and all that different type of stuff than, than you just going out there and, and your muscles being sore for three or four days. Wow. You hyperventilating for 30 seconds or a minute. Like that, that, that pain will subside. But the, the pain of, of, of regret when you get diagnosed with something and all that, mm. saying you know you had the ability wow. and the power to do something to change that and your own laziness was the was the culprit. It, it was because of your own laziness that you had to have cancer or you had to have diabetes or you had to have high blood pressure or you had to have yeah yeah it's, it's, it, it gets real after a second man when you start when you get that 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 medical uh, uh diagnosis you know what i'm saying you get that piece of paper or the doctor come in and say hey man listen you know you gotta lay off the such and such because now you got the such and such you know wow. what i'm saying yeah it, wow that's that man that you just said something so deep fear of change because yeah. they believe that what they have to endure temporarily mm -hmm. is more hurtful than what they're going to have to do later. Yes. What they've been enduring. Yes. And you know why that is? Because they've accepted where they where are. are. Mm. And they've Talk accepted and learned how to live with it. Mm. And then think about it. Well, you ever notice with like diabetes? They don't ever want to cure diabetes. If you have it, they don't want to cure it. What they want you to do is be able to live with it. Yes. Yeah, manage it. So you accept that I'm going to buy this medicine every day, well, of every month. Yo, it's a racket. Every time they write a prescription, they get paid. Yes. you, you got to understand that it's a racket. It's that they get the insurance money, and you don't care because your insurance is paying for it. You're only paying a copay, so you ain't tripping about that. But they get rich off the simple fact that you need to use this stuff. And you don't really need to use it. I, I, people come to me all the time with high blood pressure and stuff like that. I'll be like, yo, don't even worry about it. You ain't got to take that. All you got to do is come work out. That's so true. <laughs> moment of transparency. I'm going to give you a moment in a minute. Ahead, but let me say, ahead, Michelle Hardy says this, fear of getting in the way of myself, yeah. of reaching my fullest potential, letting challenges allow me to doubt myself. Mm. Mm. Allow me to doubt myself. Yeah. Michelle, let me say this to you. People are always, I always say haters are going to hate. Mm -hmm. People are going to, misery loves company. And what I mean by that is, People who aren't doing anything, they want you to they want to make you feel bad about yourself so that you're not doing anything. And here's why you they don't want you to do anything. It's because it reminds them of what they're not doing. And whenever I want to say this, you have the power to control your own life. You make the decisions. Nobody else can make the decisions. Only you. It's a funny thing, and I'll tell you something. When I first started helping people in health and wellness, people used to say, well, how are you going to help somebody in health and wellness? You've been fat your whole life. you 420 pounds, and you still ain't ripped. And you know what I said? At first, I allowed that to get into my psyche. But I, then I also realized this, that I was the only one who could speak over my life. I was the only one. And I said, why not me? Why not me? Why can't I help people? I lost 150 pounds. I know what to do. And when I looked at it as a greater purpose, there are people out there who need what you have, Michelle. you got to touch lives in some kind of way. And if this fear your path, then what's going to happen is God has set you on a path. You're supposed to meet somebody on your path down the road. But if you stop, 
they're going to keep going and you're going to miss your design appointment. Yeah, yeah. You're going to miss it. You have to stay on your path. You cannot allow people to say anything. You cannot allow the challenges of life to stop you because there's a design path that you have. It was before you ever got here. There's a purpose you have, mm -hmm. and you got to keep going. Okay. You cannot allow somebody else because only you can speak over your life. You can choose to accept what they say or not, mm -hmm. but it's up to you, up to you. It's up to you. You have a divine purpose, and only you can speak over your life. And I I'm am Pastor Ken Canyon. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a pastor. I'm just passionate about what I believe. That's what I'm talking. That's about. why I'm talking to you. That's why I mean you right here. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I'm just being honest. Yo, shout out to Dion, Pastor Dion Clark. May say he's gonna be here. He's gonna be here tomorrow. Pastor Dion the world. Tell the world. Yeah. Yo, Ricky said, you know, um, this fear of, of stepping out of his comfort zone. And um, yo, Rick, man, I just want to let you know that you know all the magic happens uh, right outside the comfort zone, baby. You know what I mean? If you just take one step out of there, man, you know it's it's, it's going to be a lot of good things happening, man. A lot of good things happening. Yeah. What else they got up there? Somebody else in room, something. Preach. Ah. Preach. Hey, yeah. you know God gave me a revelation, man. And I don't live in like I don't like to say that because people uh -huh. people say that so use that so loosely, right? But. Sherry, what's up, Sherry? Hey, Sherry. <laughs> I felt like I got this revelation, mm -hmm. and it was so powerful. I got it about five or six years ago, and and it was when I was kind of going through trying to do some things, and and it was hard. Mm -hmm. And he said, "Everything I got for you lies outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Everything I have for you, everything God's got for any of us, mm -hmm. lies outside our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Meaning, it's designed that way. Think about it. When you when you open this gym, all the money you had to put." Was that comfortable? Very uncomfortable. And very uncomfortable. Because your wife had to stand beside you and say, okay, baby, yeah. we gotta pay the we gotta pay the mortgage, we gotta pay these car notes. But and you saying, look, I need all this money for this dream I have. Yeah. To help with all no, these people. With no guarantees of success. With no guarantees. With no guarantees of success. But so, look how so, many lives you touched. And and just to to for to Pilati, for Ricky, you know, for uh, um, Brianna, fear of failure. Michelle, know, Michelle, for all y'all. Um, I was I was training, you know, in my garage at home, and I didn't have any overhead at all. All I had to do was worry about if I was going to pay my mortgage, and I was going to do that anyway. So I didn't have no overhead. Everything that I was making was gravy. You know, it was going towards, um, you know, the home bills. So when we found a spot um, downtown, you know, we went from no overhead, zero overhead, to over $8,000 in overhead. Big jump, buddy. So, uh, I mean, hey, Huge you, gotta, you gotta build your wings on the way down. You gotta, you know, mm -hmm. uh, hope, hope that the net will appear. You know, uh, uh, or trust that, open. It, yeah. trust that it's gonna open. You understand what I'm saying? Because, at you know, at, um, I wrote, wrote something down at the point of um, maximum danger is uh, the point of minimum fear. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I heard um, heard Will Smith say that in an interview one time. He said the point of maximum danger is the same point of um, minimum fear. Wow. Yeah, man. So That's why people can face danger. Yeah. Like you can burn people run into a burning building yep. and pick somebody up and get them out. And of get there. them up out of there. Wow. Yep. That's dope, right? They don't even think about it. They just go on. Ah, get it. Knock it out. 
You know what I'm saying? So when I, I did that, and you know, I mean, I'm talking about I maxed out every credit card that I had. I mean, hey, I just, uh, my credit, I get it back. I get it back, I repair it. I'm just going, I had faith, and you talked about faith and fear, right? Instead of me having fear, I had faith. I said, I'm going to make this work, you know what I mean? And when you put your back up against the wall, yo, you ain't got no choice but to fight. And a lot of y'all don't want to get out your comfort zone. You don't want to put your back in the, uh, up against the wall. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to back all the way up against this wall, and I can't go nowhere else but that way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot, it of, makes a lot of sense. You know, even if I had to say, your wifey, I need money from the 401k. And, and wifey had to believe in what I, what I was doing. She had to believe in what I was doing. So you get you a support system, you know what I mean? You get you some people that believe in what you believe in. And, and, and man, you, you know, you, you go with you, and you want to stand on what you know. Stand on your knowledge and stand on everything that, 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 um, that's, that you stand for. You stand on that, and you can keep it moving. You're gonna you're gonna be above everything else, and, I, that, and that puts me way above fear. It puts me way above the things that I think gonna hold me back. That's deep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right there. I mean, he said something powerful. I gotta say this. There are some people around you who are not positive for you, who are toxic. Actually, what you have to do is you have to get around people who believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. All right. That might not be your family member. That might be you have to step outside your comfort zone, come meet the people at AWOL. See, with the advent of the internet, you can download our videos. You can look at other people because what you have to do is get around people who think like you want to think. Okay? You might not be already there, but you get around people who think like you want to think. And that's why the community mm -hmm. that we're building, that you build at AWOL, that we're building for results. Right. That community of people who believe. Oh, yeah, it's vital, man. I read something the other day that said um, your reference group. Your reference group is that community. It says responsible for 99% of your success. 99% of your success your comes group. from your reference group. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Your reference group. So the community that, that you're in, that you're involved in, the people you talk to on the phone all the time, the people you hang around with, they're responsible for 99% of your success, man. That joint was so deep and so powerful. It just was like, yo, I, you know, I got to continue to be a part of these seminars. I got to continue to be a part of these, you know, the, the, the good groups, lead the great discussions, you know, cut the toxic people off around us and stuff like that and just keep keep you know giving out that positive energy and stuff like that let the let the um the positive thinker you know in me control my um you know you know my actions and thoughts you know what i'm saying because like i said it was a state of mind and you know you can control your state of mind by the way you think yes yeah yeah so you know, yes like, and, and if you're not thinking positive hey mom hey hey, hey mom. mom i knew that was your fault <laughs> hey mom what's up mom hey Think about. I, I, I want to leave the people with this. I just want. I want to say this: is that you only you can speak life over your life, mm -hmm. only you, but only you can accept it or not. Mm -hmm. See, somebody else may say something about your life. Speak even people pastors. I hear people say, "Put a word on there. Put a you know, speak a word over my life." But here's the thing: if you don't accept the word, only you can accept it. You know what? You have to be in agreement with the word. So it's like you're speaking over your own life. Speak over your own life. And then you have to accept what you speak. Because only you can accept it. That's right. You just accepted that you were great. You spoke it. You accepted it. And now you're someone build a company that empowers people. And I just came in agreement with you. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's stuff. it.
That's it. You want to leave him with something? Um, I, I, all I know is, is Ken, that, like, I give my all. Sup, Ben? <laughs> ben say, tell Ken I'm bringing the boys from Sports Center back in the day. We used to play basketball. I yeah. Was, yeah, on Friday nights. What's up, Doc? All right. All right. Who else on there? Scott. Um, Scott just came on there. What's up, Scott? Yeah, Scott and um, Ellie. I think Ellie might be in Texas right now. She 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 can't come to the workouts right now. But I was wondering what happened now. Good good food for thought. I'm glad she. she uh, yeah yeah Mexico Texas or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you grab a taco for me, Ellie. <laughs> Yo, that's my girl, man. Yo, Ben C, what up, man? How the legs uh -huh. up from this morning? Yo, uh -huh. listen, man. We all just I just want to leave y'all with with um you know um what I do, Ken, is um you know I'm a boss about my day. You know, I know if I can do everything that I'm supposed to do today, then it takes care of tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And if I do everything that I'm supposed to do, you know, tomorrow, then, you know, those days, they run into weeks. You know what I mean? And in the weeks, they run into months, and the months run into the year. Gotcha. And then next thing you know, you know, I, I've really built something great in, in 12 months. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, you know, I don't let my, my, my day run me. Um, you know, we compartmentalize our workouts and stuff like that. And uh, you see how, you know, I wind up killing things or, you know, I, I make it, um, um, I do it. It hurts me, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's hurting, it's really killing a lot of other people. So, you know, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it kills everybody, but, you know, I, I do it in a way where it don't mess with me too much mentally. You know what I'm saying? So to compartmentalize something means just to break it down into segments. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and you you got to start your day off, um, you know, in in the right manner where you're getting things done. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why on that list that you know that we we showed each other um, the other day was um, having you know hiring a full time assistant. Um, yeah, the right. um, Yeah, for helping me out um, with that. Thanks, Lottie. Yeah, thank you. Uh, because. Um, you know, that's one of the things on my list that uh, will help me um, become a multimillionaire within the next 12 months. Um, this is an exercise that we're going to give all of you coming up soon. Um, you know, you have to be a part of our focus group, though, and we'll give you details about joining our focus group uh, real soon. But, um, we, we, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's going to be some dope stuff, and we're just looking to change lives because, you know, we know that the exercises that we do on a daily basis contribute to our success, which, you know, has led to a podcast and how that's grown, has led to a supplement company, has led to books, and uh, we're, we're starting our book this week. Right, our book together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which which will definitely help you with that. It's going to be called. Let me. Can I can I reveal the name? No, not yet, Why man. Not, not yet. Not oh, yet. Man, I think that's going to be dope to reveal the name. Well, I tell you what, just salt. I just did. Okay. All right. Because we might change the name. No, we're not going to change. It's dope. Is it? Ah, you right. I right, we keep it. But I, I think that'll be dope. We are. Right, we gonna get you out the name soon. Right. We're gonna we're gonna do the book. We're working on the book now. All right. One other thing I want to salt you, salting is a marketing term. One thing I want to tell you about, we're going to be doing a mastery class for eight weeks. We're only going to take the best of the best, all right? We're going to take 15 people who are at the top of their game, who want to be at the top of their game. We're going to do a mastery class for eight weeks. When I say reaching goals, all right, but we're going through it now, and we're going to show you the results of it, Right. all right? We're going to go through it now. That way, when we start teaching it, we're going to put it on film, yep. and then we're going to use it for people outside the world beyond, all right? But it's coming. It's coming. 
Does it? Ellen no. said she'd be back Wednesday. Oh, you'll be back on Metcon Day. <laughs> yes. Yes. And hey, you know, everybody told me last Wednesday was the hardest Metcon. Aduma and Dupe said it was the hardest Metcon they'd ever done. Oh, man. Oh, you're back. Yo, we're back. Yo, a little technical difficulties with the wireless connection here at the Kent County residence, but it's okay. All right, he says he has the five fastest wireless, and I just upgraded all this other extra stuff. But guess what? I don't believe him. All right, so they charge him for nothing. It's all good. They got me a couple weeks ago at the gym. I upgraded the joint, got another modem put in another room, but it's still slow. Still super slow. They got me, y'all. It's all good. It's all good. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. Is you control your own destiny, you control your own future. All right. At the end of the day, nobody can. Fear was there to preserve you, not to debilitate you, not to stifle you. All right. All you have to do is take action, do something, and it will subside the fear. All right. Yo, we see y'all on the next one, y'all. Check us out and click that link below when we post it, man. It's a little dope video. Oh, the video is dope. You got to look at the video we're going to post. I'm going to post it right after. Alright, adios. Peace. Mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear.